Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Let's start with um, a guest who's been on this program on a number of occasions since that invasion of Ukraine began by the Russians. Dmitry Gurin is the member of parliament in Ukraine for Mariupol, a city that is really suffering and struggling. And as you know, there was a missile attack on the Kramatorsk train station, which killed at least 52 people. And uh, the Russians are now saying that they believe that, well, this is the tale they're telling, that it was Ukraine that fired on the train station. As I tweeted a couple of hours ago, next they'll be saying that it was the Ukrainian army that invaded Ukraine. Mr. Gorin, how are you, sir? We have a war, you know, but we are a little bit used to it. Talk to, okay. us, yeah, talk to us, please, about this uh, missile attack on the Kramatorsk train station. Please talk to us about that. Uh, Russia, uh, it was a missile attack, and uh, Russia, of course, as always, uh, they said that it's not them. Uh, you're not, you know, in uh, 2014, they already said uh, it's not us uh, during the invasion of Donbass. And uh, uh, let's stop listening what Russia says because uh, it's uh, the only reason they're saying is just to get our you know uh, time in this program uh, that we will discuss what they're saying let's just uh, look what they're doing uh, they made this uh, missile strike uh, in uh, like five minutes uh, they had on the tele telegram channels they had a news that uh, it was a missile strike uh, on uh, uh, Ukrainian troops of Ukrainian army and Kramatorsk train station, like, and uh, of course they deleted uh, this uh, the messages when uh, they knew it was just civilians and more than fifty people uh, dead, uh, with uh, that people that were injured, heavily injured, and uh, so we have uh, another war crime. That's all, but we have these war crimes every day in Ukraine now. Yes, you and I last weekend spoke about uh, Bucha, and you told us what was happening there. The world knows a lot more now than we did a week ago. And, of course, in your home city of Mariupol, the assaults on the civilian population, those that remain, continue. Speak to us, please, about uh, what you have found out most recently, maybe today, about Bucha and what's going on in Mariupol. In Bucha, we are still finding and uh, finding more bodies. Uh, in uh, We have one more small city near uh, Bucha, it's uh, Borodyanka, and uh, in Borodyanka, and Bu Bucha, uh, it's uh, like uh, pretty rich uh, suburbs of Kiev, uh, and Borodyanka is just a small city with uh, nine-story buildings of uh, Soviet, Soviet time, uh, and uh, they uh, had a bombardment of Russian aviation with uh, dump bombs, you know, it's just non-controllable bombs that, that, are, that uh, plane just dropped them, and uh, it was uh, super powerful bombs, uh, 500 uh, kilos of explosives and more. And uh, they just uh, destroyed these nine story buildings with people inside and uh, uh, people who, uh, who stayed alive in Borodyanka. They said that they killed all who tried to uh, get people out from, from rubble. Uh, so they just uh, killed, uh, you know, destroyed. Uh, uh, building some killed people and their goal is uh, as we see now was just to kill uh as much people as they can 
Uh, in Mariupol, the same situation. They don't open green corridors. They are deportating people uh, to uh, uh, to Russia. And uh, for example, now I'm personally trying to get uh, one person out from uh, Russia, Russian territory of Russian Federation. Uh, he's uh, more than 70 years old, and uh, he has only a national Ukrainian passport, so he cannot uh, go legally out of uh, Russian Federation and he was forced uh, to sign some papers that, that he uh, will not leave Russia during the next six months and uh, like last two days uh, he has uh, meetings with FSB, with uh, uh, Rosguardia and uh, with some people who, is, uh, who ask uh, uh, if uh, he was a, a witness to some uh, to any war crimes from Ukrainian army and so on. So they're trying to get more, uh, you know, for, for their TV shows, to, to get more people for their TV shows on the state TV channels. So deportation, uh, they really do deportation. Uh, it's tens of thousands of people. Uh, and uh, they, of course, they're without any rights in, in, in Russia, on the Russian territory. And uh, it's uh, like something we have seen, like, 80 years ago last time. Yeah. How are the people in your city of Mariupol, the civilians who've been struggling with out food, with very little water, how are they coping on a day-to-day -day basis now? We we don't have now connection already several days uh, with the uh, people uh, in Mariupol, with civilians. Uh, but uh, look, they, they eat pets. As I know, they they already drop cases where they eat, eat uh, dead bodies. So, like this, it is horrific to uh, to know what's going on in Ukraine, yes. what's being perpetrated by the Russians against the people of Ukraine. Your president, uh, Mr. Zelensky, has said that he's ready, that Ukraine is ready for a hard battle with Russia in the eastern regions. Can you give us a little bit of a sense of that? And what do you need from the West? What does Ukraine need right now from the Western countries? A big battle on, uh, on the in, in the Eastern Ukraine is already started several days ago. It's uh, it's really a big battle and uh, looks like it will be pretty bloody, uh, but uh, we don't have uh, other choice. Um, so what do we need from international society? Uh, first of all, weapons. Because uh, we have to stop this war on Ukrainian territory and uh, to beat Russia on Ukrainian territory. All this, all, all of us civilized world, we cannot uh, make possible that uh, this war will spread on the European Union territory. And as you see now, it's totally possible, totally possible. So we need uh, have uh, heavy uh, weapons, we need tanks, uh, we need armored vehicles, we need planes, we need air defense and missile defense. Uh, because we need to, to finish this war, we need to kick out uh, Russian troops out of Ukrainian territory. It's not possible. We have seen uh, eight years ago what goes after, you know, this uh, freezing of, uh, of the war. And uh, Russia just uh, doesn't stop. So we have to finish everybody sees now that uh, this war will have military solution, not diplomatic solution. And uh, we need now weapon to make this military solution because, you know, Ukrainians, they're fighting and they're resisting and they're 
uh, and we will do it uh, until you know until the victory or until the last man. And uh, now for uh, European countries and uh, uh, and our America and, and our North America partners, America and Canada, is just economically reasonable to help us with weapon because uh, bombing of uh, with dumb bombs of uh, you know Polish cities. Uh, or or uh, Latvia, Estonia, Lithuania cities. Uh, it's uh, costs much more. It costs it's it's much more expensive to rebuild all of this. So we need a weapon, and it's pro and it's a really good decision for everybody now. If you want to hear more, subscribe to the Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.